When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back to Loose Lips, everybody. This is our extra lippy episode with me, Sophie Brown. And myself, Robin Richford. It is so lovely to have you. And this is our little, I guess, fun bite-sized episode that is all about you. It's where the listeners send in the questions, dilemmas, and we answer them best we can. So please do keep sending them in. It's loose-lips at createproductions.com or you can get us on Insta, which is the Loose Lips podcast. And we love to see them. We do, and we've got a good one. <laughs> Is that a bit intense? <laughs> yeah, we love it. <laughs> Sorry. Sell it, to, sell it to the listeners. <laughs> Lesson, so we got a job to do, girl. <laughs> wow, we've had a good one today. This is uh, right up my street. Oh, here so, we go. Can I guess before you tell me? Go on. 
if you said it's right up your street, I bet you any money it is to do with a job or it is to do with the corporate world. Like, I just know, yeah, see, like, she's buzzing. She's actually buzzing. If you can I, see her right now. Well, I wasn't even a corporate girly. I suppose I was in between. But do you know what it is? Like, now I do a slightly different job. I genuinely love getting involved with this stuff. Like, I wrote... um a CV I was so happy with myself I rewrote my friend's CV like it was impeccable it was so good <laughs> like, I, I hate doing my own but I did hers and I was like well wow look at me maybe you've got a side hustle get on that fiver yeah see, not even joking by the way people would pay good money for you to do a good CV uh, for them yeah I genuinely do would like to do something like this with early careers and like helping with different things yeah on that this is a part of it but this is from Emily. Uh, okay. Hi, girls. I've retrained in business analysis after years of hospitality work and want to know how to sell myself for a job interview. Oh, it's almost as if Emily was Sophie, literally. What would Sophie's ideal question be? This is the question. I was like, maybe I should just put myself on mute. Like, <laughs> no no need for your services today. Thanks, Robs. <laughs> no, come on. We've got to... I thing is, I know it from a very, like... I don't know, business perspective, whereas you're probably more human in the way of like... No, I know what you mean. Also as well, to be fair, I did hospitality work for years and years Mm. and there's so many incredible transferable skills, like Mm. so many. Yeah, that is exactly what I was going to say. I was literally going to be like, well, you've got a foundation where Mm -hmm. you have dealt with you know, tricky customers, I would imagine, where you've had to like think on your feet, you know, time pressure. Um, it, it's quite like the amount of stuff you deal with in hospitality is like you said, it's so transferable. So you're already in a very good position mm-hmm. with that. Honestly, I think everyone should have to be a waitress for a year because honestly, it is it is human building. I'm not joking. Like you come out, like you come out a different person. You know resilience. You know when to keep your mouth shut, when to smile through adversity. <laughs> like you know, and also never mind that being on your feet for like twelve hours a day and turning up to your work and having a smile on your face for every single customer that comes in there. That is such a skill like do not underestimate that honestly unless you're a really grumpy waitress in which case not great yeah exactly that's so true though and I think especially when you're transferring industries um you're going to be up against I would imagine you know you've you've studied business analysis you're going to be uh you know up against people that have done similar things and they might have worked in that industry for for years you've got to sell yourself with the additional skills that you have mm-hmm. so you know what you've learned training for business analysis great that that is fully applicable for that job but within hospitality you you want to sell those parts of yourself that the other people won't have you know yeah. if they've sat in an office for seven years and they've done that job okay great but they've not got those real life experiences that you've got in the hospitality world no, and I don't care what job you go into, what role you go into, there will always be people skills required. And yeah. like, if you have those, you'll actually find that a lot of people that have come from academia, especially say they've just, you know, they've never had a part-time job and they've come straight from school into university and they'll be so book smart and they'll be straight A's and all these incredible things. There's, of course, a place for that, but also they will be lacking in the people skills because they'll never have never had to do it. And yeah. every job, like you say, so will require it, whatever the industry. Yeah, exactly. And, and and also, you know, never stop learning. You know, if in your head you think, right, okay, well, I'm going in at, at this level, or you might be starting like, um, you know, working your way up and kind of getting a, 
what's the word? Oh, I forgot what the word is. An entry level role within business yeah. analysis, or you know, whatever it is. You you can do things like LinkedIn again, but you can do like anywhere. There's like courses and things like that that you can bring your knowledge up to speed. Like you know, just because you've then got the job or you're going for a job, you can keep like doing these courses and stuff like that just to brush up on you know those skill sets that you feel like maybe other people might have over you that's a good point actually like keep training is that what you mean yeah like it it, because especially if you start going to these interviews and you start going up against people and perhaps you know hopefully you get the first one fantastic you're in but let's say you know you do a few and you're not getting them and maybe you're you're getting the feedback from the from the company that they're not giving you much it might be that those people are maybe slightly more qualified but you can bring yourself up to to those levels by you know self-teaching or doing Mm -hmm. these courses like the the the, it's out there for you to kind of go and get sometimes you just got to go and get it yourself yeah that's a good point actually it's kind of like maybe seeing any opportunities that are out there and some of them are also like funded and stuff as well and like those are really great FM especially these big corporates they always do like funded training schemes and things like that because actually they use it almost like a kind of recruitment drive in a way because yeah. it's kind of like them getting to know you um and then you getting to know them so that would also be a, a kind of top tip that I would look into um to see if there's anything you know of that because sometimes like just going for the actual job like you say you can be up against people that have got you know top experience and maybe they do have all the people skills as well and so it's like maybe trying to find a side door uh you know rather than just the the kind of conventional way in I would think would be a good shout yeah I also would be careful not to undersell yourself because you know okay yes you're coming from a different industry but you know coming from hospitality you do have those people skills Mm -hmm. you don't want to go into that interview and be like oh well I know I've not got you know x amount of experience like you want to just go with it. You're just going to run with this. You're going to say, well, I've got seven years in the hospitality industry. I've got, you know, this experience and these skills and they will transfer in this way. Like don't even, I wouldn't even, yeah, almost acknowledge it. Like if you're getting to the point of an interview, they are happy to have you sat in that chair and they are, you know, they want to speak to you about this job. I wouldn't yeah. undersell yourself because that everybody, I feel like people divert to that, especially like if they're in an uncomfortable, awkward situation, they're a bit like, oh, well, you know, like I know I'm new and I'm da 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 da. No, you're not new. You've still got serious experience just in something else. Yeah, absolutely. And also as well, someone once told me, like, don't take yourself out the race before they have. And sometimes you can do that. Yeah. Sometimes you can actually like, there would have been no point in turning up really because you've actually taken yourself out before you've even arrived. And I think that that's, oh, there's this, um, there's this girl on Instagram. I think she actually got a book. It's called Fuck Being Humble. Oh, it's really good. It's really good. And I think that that would be a really good one for you, Emily, because I can tell even like from like the way you've, you know, written it, um, it kind of says, you know, oh, you know, I'm a little nervy, right? As you would be changing industries. And so I think that might be a really good one to just kind of like get your confidence up and like also to kind of uh, kind of bash out any of that kind of humbleness that we tend to have as Brits Mm. Um, that sometimes, you know, I mean, being humble is great, but I do think that there is a time and a place for it. Mm. Um, And actually, sometimes in a job interview, that's not the time or the place, you know, we're not saying going to complete arrogance, but you're not going to, are you? You're not going to go from one extreme to another, you know, hopefully if you just try and up your confidence, you'll end up somewhere in the middle. Yeah, no, I think that's so true. And and I mean, you've worded it, Emily, saying how to sell myself. And I think it is just that, like, don't, I, I think people do sometimes underestimate going into an interview, because ultimately, if you're sat there in front of them, they are seriously considering you. And that is your opportunity to just go for it. 
you know, you're there yeah. to talk to them. And, and don't forget as well, you are there to interview them or find out as much about them as they are about you. It might not be the right fit as a company. That's okay. You can ask those questions to get to get a vibe of that. You know, you don't... It, don't it's easy to get disheartened and I feel like the job market at the moment is so tough as well oh my god but if you are going to interviews and you're not getting a good vibe about the team or the manager you know don't don't force yourself because it's a huge I mean you spend more time at work than you do you know in your in your own home like it don't don't kind of you know yeah, go for these things if you're not feeling it. I'd also say if you're going into a new industry, which you are, perhaps if you've got any friends or even, again, LinkedIn, but it's so good. If you can speak to anyone about the job that you're going for, not necessarily Mm -hmm. in that company, but maybe just, you know, someone else, a peer that's doing that same job, then you can find out from them. Like, I'm sure I'd be happy to give people tips for the industry I'm in. I'm sure you would as well, Robin. Yeah, always. That asks, um, it's always worth asking. It is always worth an ask. And also as well, I think knowledge is power in these situations. And if you kind of know roughly what's expected of you, you're more likely to be able to kind of, I guess, um, mold your answers to that. And that can sometimes be half the battle. I used to have this kind of, I don't know if it was just naivety or if it kind of worked, ignorance was bliss kind of approach when I used to go in for these things and think, oh, actually, I'm just going to go in and be myself. And actually, I don't want to research it. And I don't want to do this because I'm going to add pressure to the situation. Um, and there is an element of that, but actually I do think that sometimes you just do yourself out because you, you, you're not armed with the information that you need. And it can be that, it can literally be that little thing of just mentioning something that that company did five years ago that you really yeah. liked that could tip you over, um, someone else. It could yeah. really have that difference. No, I love that. I, I'm, I'm, I used to do things like that. Like I'd find out as much as I could about, about the company because it does, it shows genuine passion. Like you might be their 10th interview of the day and that might be the difference that makes you stand out. So you never know. I think it's so important. And yeah, failure, what is it? Pre- failure to prepare, prepare to fail. Preparing to fail, yeah. And I used to, yeah, I used to always go by that. And then I kind of went through this weird stage of being like really ad hoc and was really like, no, just, you know, be yourself and take the pressure off and things like that. But I actually have gone back the other way now. And, and I, like my industry, it's like if I didn't know the sound of each individual radio station, then how on earth is it that I'm supposed to, you know, alter my delivery do my demo, talk about the things that they would talk about on those radio stations and the way that they would talk about them. If I didn't know the nuances and I I didn't know what one station did different to another, you know, like if I didn't have that knowledge, which I didn't for years and I wasn't as successful, you know? So I think like you do need to, you do need to arm yourself with as much as you possibly can. Yeah, sometimes, obviously, especially with interviews, sometimes it can be like the night before and they're like, can you come in tomorrow? And, you know, these things happen and you Mm -hmm. can only do so much. But God, you can take whatever, you know, take a notepad, take a pen, like jot down some things about the business and a couple of questions. Also, um, always ask, yeah, I always say, always ask questions in an interview. um, That's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I I always think when they ask me any questions, I'm like, no, I'm good. (laughs) No, you should always, always ask one. And it should be something that you genuinely want to know. Like, one that I used to ask a lot because it's really important to me was about the company culture and was about like, you know, extracurricular stuff and like, you know, do they do things outside of the office and different events and things and stuff like that. And then, you know, sometimes it's good to ask something that's a bit more, I don't know, about the job, but it's, it's good to ask stuff like that. It shows, it shows interest. That's a good one, the culture one, because you can't really get it wrong. 
Yeah. And it's not as if like, it's not really as, because sometimes I think with the questions, like if you start going, so like how many days a week will I actually be needed in the office? Sometimes you're just being inquisitive, but actually they go, oh, wait a minute, she doesn't want to come in, you know? So, so maybe asking a question, like you say, like about the culture is, is kind of quite safe. It's, um, it's also obviously you spend the whole time sort of selling yourself mm. a question about culture what what manager isn't going to want to sell their culture to someone or sell how great yeah. they're so you're flipping it around and you're basically getting them to almost sell it to you and that's what you want you want a bit of give and take um and of course yeah you know someone's going to sing the praises of the company aren't they so like it's a good it's a good question to ask because then you get them I also saw this thing that apparently there's been a trick going around for years that I didn't know about. Apparently they'll offer you a cup of tea or coffee before the interview and then you go in and go into the interview. And if you leave your coffee cup there then and don't take it with you out of the interview, they're less likely to give you the job. Oh my gosh, that's, that's, yeah, that's interesting. It's harsh, isn't it? But apparently it just shows you're not a team player. You're happy for other people to pick up your slack and like, actually you think you're more important than someone else. And I was just like, this is quite a lot from like a coffee cup. Sometimes you just forget like, cause you're nervous, you know, but apparently it's a thing. I like that though. Cause I'm a bit of a stickler for stuff like that. Like if I'm hiring or whatever, like I need to see that attitude. Like that's what I think like your attitude is your greatest asset. Like don't yeah don't underestimate like they are they are making an opinion of you in their head like Mm -hmm. you know and first first um impressions count and all of that but yeah I think it's all about attitude and like yeah Mm. it's a classic isn't it where you read to the receptionist when you arrived you know yeah all those things definitely Mm. play a part don't they they do but yeah there's so much to think about and also I think the main thing is just just go for it. Like you're changing industry. You know, the first couple of interviews might be a bit of a wobble. You might be getting used to it and that's absolutely fine. And don't be disheartened and always ask for feedback because then you can apply that to the next one. That's a really good tip. I've never asked for feedback. Have you not? Never. I just feel a bit like butthurt that I didn't get it. So I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, well, to be fair, if I asked them in my industry, they'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> You're lucky I've even told you no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, different in different in different. You know, yeah, but. it's not okay, but entertainment is very like that. Like, yeah, sure, you can have a job, and then you ring them and like, I'm still getting that job, and they're like, oh yeah, no, sorry, we're going with someone else. Oh yeah, okay, no problem. Yeah, good. No, good point. <laughs> oh well, good luck, Emily. I really hope that that's helped, and Sophie's so much in her element that I know that there's loads of little nuggets that you've definitely taken away. Hopefully, oh. No, I love it. I love it when you get into your corporate, your corporate garly mode. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Best of luck. And um, I don't know what I was just saying. <laughs> and that is a wrap for today's Extra Lippy episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, myself, Robin Richford and Sophie Brown as well. And we'll be back on Tuesday for another full episode. Yes, we will. And please subscribe, rate and leave us a review. We love to hear your feedback. And if you have got more dilemmas, whether they be career orientated, relationships, whatever it is, send them in to looselips at createproductions.com or at the Loose Lips podcast on Instagram. And you can also get us on our personal Instagrams as well, which is at Robin Richford with a Y and at Sophie HL Brown. We love to hear from you. So thank you so much and we'll see you then. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.